It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. All right, what do you say we do a podcast on a Tuesday as we are now into the first week of August, August 4th now. Jerry and Al with you on the post-show, post-game podcast. Boomer and Carton have long left the building, so we're here for you. Yay! Uh, and John Sterling, remember, yay, here he does that. Uh, I, this story in the newspaper, and this is something I'm going to relate to over the weekend, which really freaked me out. The idea that these guys own these drone planes, these small little remote control planes, I guess the idea of it is you can shoot some video or whatever, that's fine. The, the Dallas Cowboys are actually filming their practice now with drone planes. It's all kind of funny, but it, the problem is when you get these idiots that are actually flying them near the airport, we have planes all over the place. We're in a day and age where it's really not all that smart to do so. And I can't for the life of me understand why anybody would do this. Put them in jail. That's why I put them all in jail. That's yeah, what I say. I don't like drone guy. Like there's a certain guy that's into drones. It's the same type of adult who is into, uh, you know, driving the remote controlled cars all over the place, remote control airplanes, that sort of thing. But yeah, they're, they're saying now these people are doing them by the airport and that a plane the other day, uh, came within 25 feet of hitting a drone in the landing right. or taking off a section of the flight, which the pilots say is the clearly the most nerve-wracking. Correct. Yeah, What are the, if you want to like fly your drone in your backyard, great. Don't take your drone out in public where you're going to be running into airplanes or cars. And everyone's got drones now. That's the new remote control toy car. Now, I have one in my neighborhood. You do? You're, you fly Saturday, it? No, I don't have it. Some lunatic is droning in your neighborhood? So Saturday night, we're watching the Met game. Me and my two boys are watching the game. In and your I, house? In my house. And I have sliders that you know go out to the patio to the outside in the backyard. And I'm looking. I'm like, what in the hell is that? And I see red lights changing to green in the area that you would see a plane. And Matthew's like, Dad, sit down. It's a plane probably. I'm like, no, 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 no. Time out. There are no planes that flash red to green and now yellow. And it looked like it was far away, and I'm and it's moving. Did you think UFO at first? Yes, I I, I swear to God, you I did. literally thought Eddie Scazzeri would be having like, well, I won't say it would be really excited at this point, right? So I run to the front of the house, thinking this thing's going to fly over. Now we've seen military planes fly over. I mean, stuff like that happens all the time, but it's dark out. So I run to the front. I go outside. It's eleven o'clock at night. I'm like, where'd it go? It's gone. I'm like, oh my god. So I come back inside. And Matthew is now looking at it, and now it's just hovering. I'm like, what the hell is that? I go outside now, and all of a sudden, it starts coming down, coming down. And now I can see it's my idiot neighbor two houses back with the drone plane flying the thing around the neighborhood. And they, they put cameras on it. So what stops them from going up to my window and nothing. seeing me nude in my condo? Uh, nothing. That having been said, you should shut your blinds, I would like to think. Yeah. I am a big blind shutter. Like, when you... I have all my windows closed almost at all times, unless another human being is coming over and I don't want to look like a shut-in. Right. Well, in the summertime, they should be closed for the... Keeps it cool. Electric, right. And in the winter, you should keep them open for some sunshine and heat. 
See, I always feel like I have a draft by my window, so I'll keep my uh, my shade my uh, the curtains closed anyway. So it cuts down on the cold air coming in. Yeah, the blowing you know in. What? I, that could work too. I just know the sunshine, the sunlight coming in does help in terms of the temperature. So a drone yeah. is going to get nothing out of my, my, no sexy time out of my window. So, so no Al's wiener in the drone no. camera. No. What would you do I, if I am, something like that happened and it went viral? My and you've wiener. Got no control yeah. over it. Yes. I don't and, know. And by, by the way, no one knew it was your wiener. Right. Except but I did. the guy that did the drone and you. Would right. you say anything? I say you you ween you you wienered or you droned my wiener. Yeah, I would say something. So you would step up and be yeah. like, "This thing's going all over the place. Yeah. I gotta take shape that that's my man stuff." I guess. How clear is the picture? Do you think is it blurry? I hope it's blurry, where you can't kind of only make out what it. I don't might know the, be. I don't know. Yeah. I don't have a drone that takes film or yeah, video. I, I don't, don't like know. it. Uh, you know the comic Dane Cook. Yes, he's he's a big drone guy, and on on uh, Instagram sometimes he'll take pictures. Of, but he flies the drone really high above his palatial estate. Okay. And he takes pictures of himself, like, sitting by the pool. Really? But it's it's a really high and a really cool perspective. That's neat. Yeah. His that's palatial the guy estate. That's, I mean, that guy's... He's in Beverly Hills. He's got to be, right? Uh, somewhere in California. Of course. But that guy earned his money. I guess. Dane Cook, yeah. Well, I mean, we all a bunch of, that guy. That guy sold a lot of don't albums. We, don't we all earn Comedy albums. I'm not, listen, oh. go make $100 million. I don't care. Good for you. I'm not one of these guys like our boy Eddie who gets upset when people make a lot of money. Right, angry at people. Go for it. Right, Make as much as you it. can. That's great. That's what we're here for. Let me ask you this, Jerry. This came up during the show. Uh, the uh, Cespedes on the Mets. Yes. Uh, John Sterling has called them Yoanis. Yo- Yoanis. Cespedes. Yeah. I called them Yoanis Cespedes. Right. You're claiming that uh, his former team's broadcaster calls them Yoanis. Yoanis. Uh, people have asked me, you're a uh, broadcasting guy, or you do updates for some of the most famous radio stations in the country, 1010 Wins and WFAN. Is there a guide that you go to to get the correct pronunciation? Yeah, here's, here's the problem I have found, though. Yes, there are. we do have those. There's a guide. The teams usually will release a pronunciation guide. Really? Every team, yeah. I could go I could go get a Mets pronunciation guide? You might, you might have to call Jay Horowitz to get it. But, but every team one. has it. Absolutely. Really? They may not make it, release it. Mike Emmerich, uh, the wonderful NHL announcer. Oh, he's terrific. He actually every year puts together an NHL pronunciation guide for the fans. So they understand for his own good, but also for the fans to know how these guys, all these Russian names and yes. European names. So he does it. But all these teams have a pronunciation guide. Now, some may not make it public or release it, but you can get it. Yes. The problem I have found doing basketball, and I don't say football, but basketball mostly and there have been a lot of European kids I've now covered over the years. Sometimes the way it is pronounced with our American language doesn't translate the way it sounds in their language, if that makes any sense. Yes. So while there's a pronunciation guide, sometimes that's not right either. You actually literally have to ask the guy himself, how do you say your name? And you hear it that way, that's kind of the way you go. Or you always go uh, with the hometown broadcaster because you think that guy... More than anyone well, knows that play. Well, you have to just from the standpoint of, from my standpoint, if you work with them and you know them and you talk to them, wouldn't you? Yes. So, yeah, I would think, although I will say there was one kid on Columbia, and I forget his name. I can figure it out by tomorrow and get it to you. I mispronounced his name all year because when I was introduced to him as such, I called him that. He didn't correct me. Yeah. And every time I spoke to him, I called him by that first name. Now, he never corrected me. And then when he was graduating, he told me, by the way, 
It's not how you say my name. Do you correct ah. people if they say your name incorrectly? Jerry? <laughs> no, Rico or Rello. Um, yeah, I mean, I get Rico a lot. Rico. Yes, I will correct them. Jerry Rico. Because I totally understand if it's R E C O. Yeah, I but could that's, see that. No, if it was R E E C O, that's that Rico. Too. I don't understand why two C's would translate to a hard E, but whatever. Right, so, one, yes, I do. Right, one E with two C's should not be Rico. Although I did not correct the woman when I was on the Brett Favre conference call. Oh, uh, so we got Next that up, sound. Jerry Rico. That's where we got the. Yeah, because that. What am I going to do? A one-time deal, no correction. Right. But if it's going to be someone you work with, if Mark Chernoff here every day was calling you Jerry Rico, you'd right. say, FYI, it's Rico. Correct. Jerry, I know you love to do the exercising. So this story came out recently. Eminem, the rapper, mm-hmm. he was uh, addicted to uh, drugs and alcohol and all that sort of thing. But he turned his he turned that addiction into a new addiction. He had gotten up to 230 pounds. Did he really? Yeah. But now he started going to the gym, or not going to the gym. He was going to the gym and wasn't getting results. He started doing all of those exercise things that you're into. Yeah. He, he says he changes it up, though. He does like one or two days of Body Beast, one or two days of Sean T's uh, Insanity. That's it. One or two days of P90X. Yes. And he says he likes that the uh, that it's a motivating guy yelling at him it's on great. the television. It's so much different than when you just say, all right, let's do 50 push-ups, then do 100 sit-ups, and then we're going to do this, and we're going to do that. It is different. I agree with that. It's funny because we just started, me and my buddy, we, we still do the insanity stuff. We do the asylum once in a while. So that's really hard, so we don't do that all that often, quite frankly. P90X once in a while. Uh, body beast we don't do. We actually threw in uh, this weekend, believe it or not, you can laugh. It was really good, though. We did a one-hour Jillian Michaels oh, yeah. workout routine, which was tremendous. And I agree with him. The more you change it up, you're not bored. with. Like, if you keep doing, to me, the same routine over and over, I get bored. Yes. And even with the video, I get bored. I get to the point where I'm actually talking the part of the video. So I'm with him, man. Change it up. It's awesome. And all you're doing, once your body gets used to doing the same exercises, it doesn't grow, Jerry. So you think that? Yeah. See, I've read that. I don't know if that's true or not. I mean, don't you do a similar routine every day? You're yeah, in that's shape, what I bet, though. But I've maintained. I'm not improving. But I wonder, Herschel Walker always just did sit-ups and push-ups. So he, he swears by it. Right. And, well, and the eating is really good, too. Yes. And check this out from Eminem. He said he got kind of OCD with it. He was burning... He 2,000 calories a day. He was running on a treadmill 17 miles a day. Wow. On the treadmill. Well, there's a lot of guys that do get addicted to exercise. Yes. A lot of runners. Runners for sure. But I think, I think I've been told it's like 45 days. If you can cross, if you can exercise every, not every day, but four, five to six days a week for 45 days, supposedly something snaps in your brain where it turns to addiction. Like your body needs it and you really want it and crave it. If you do something for 45 days. Yeah. I mean, I got to the 45 days and we did Insanity, and then I went on vacation, if you remember. Yes. And then I gained weight, and then I kind of trailed off. Right. But So I could see it. That's gross. Now, is that recent that he recent. got that weight, that heavy? Well, yeah, and he got down to 149. He went from 230 wow. to 149, and now That's he's trying remarkable. to get back to the, to a nicer That's, weight. That is a big weight loss. Yeah. I could use that weight loss. Well, let's see, let's see what he has to do all day. He hasn't put out an album in years. That happens to be true, too. Isn't he producing everything, though? Probably. Jerry, if you're like me, you like to stay up on the latest uh, top gadgets, fun electronic things, cool clothes, cool things to hang on your wall at home, but that's just me. Are you into this? I kind of am, actually, yes. Well, then you should go to touchofmodern.com. So what this website is, and they also have an app, which I have on my phone, which I like to check out every day, because every day they put up different deals of different cool things you can buy. 
And the deals only last for uh, a day, two days, three days, nothing crazy. And then there's new deals up uh, every single day like that. Yep. Uh, they had some really cool... I never know what to put on my walls. I'm a single guy. Like at home, you, your wife probably figures out what sort of things to put on the walls, like paintings and things. I do none of that. You do none of that? No. Well, I don't have a wife to do that for me. But this touchofmodern.com, I was there the other day. They had like these cool paintings and things you could put on the wall that kind of look like a, what a single man would have. It's a lot of good stuff. And yeah. though, Even though I'm not a single man. You're not. Here's what I like about the website. What you just pointed to. Different things every day. Every day. And it makes you on your phone, unlike a lot of websites. Touch of Modern has, as Al pointed out, the different sales. So every day you go to it, you'll see sales ending and new sales starting. So it is it is fresh. It's constantly replenishing and refreshing is probably a good way to put it. Right. They have uh, cool things like uh, technology type things, chargers for your iPhone. They had uh, chargers for the iPhone that gl- that love like glow in different colors. And they also have very cool covers. I don't know if you saw those yes. too. iPhone covers, Jerry, for that- your mobile phones. Yeah, I think it's tremendous. And right now, our listeners can get immediate access when they sign up at touchofmodern.com. That is touchofmodern.com. Do it today because, as we said, tomorrow it will be different. That's how life rolls in the fast lane. Touchofmodern.com. Go check it out. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Jerry, I don't know what type of cereal you like to eat in the morning. Are you a cereal guy? I'm not. I uh, Mostly oatmeal. Oatmeal. If I'm going to have cereal, I like Special K. Special K. With blueberries and bananas put in it. All right. I don't mind a cornflake once in a while. Oh, a cornflake. And I do like frosted mini wheats once in a while, but there's too much sugar in them, so once in a while only. That's interesting because uh, you like cornflakes. Who does not like cornflakes? Because uh, this story comes to me today, Jerry, that says that back in the day when cornflakes were invented, this yeah. is uh, 1878. Okay. That cornflakes were invented um, as a cure for masturbation. I'm sorry, what? That uh, eating cornflakes would uh, curb your thoughts of doing that. Well, I'd love to have seen the scientific study that was done in 1871 about this. Well, they didn't like that back in back in the day. Right. The self-pleasuring thing was not something you were to, supposed to be doing. So was it more like a disease back then? Um, yes, I think so. I think it was seen as a disease. You know that I did not do that till much later in life. I do know that. Yeah. You've told that story. Yeah, because I felt it was very, um, I felt like you had given up trying to find a, a girlfriend if you if you did that. Right. Thinking like you've given up, so now you're just going to do that. Do it yourself. Right. So I always thought that was really giving up. Like, wh- wh- how did everyone else grow up knowing that was a thing and I did not? I don't know. I I, I don't know. That's a great question yeah. because you're a very strange man. Some people look at it as very healthy. Like some people, when when they're younger, when their children start exploring that, they think, oh, it's very healthy. They should explore that. Other people put shame on it. Right. I don't recall either happening. You just me. didn't think much of it. It just did not Right. Did not think about it. So it wasn't the cornflakes? No. Like your parents weren't feeding you cornflakes every no, day? No. I was a big Fruity Pebbles guy. Fruity Pebbles. Fruity Pebbles. Cocoa yes, Pebbles. Yes, you are. Cocoa Pebbles. Yeah, I like Cocoa Pebbles yeah. too. Yes, Fruit Loops are fine. And when do you suppose that happened? Like you're a, you're a health and nutrition guy, where cereals just started becoming like just let's get a whole bunch of sugar together. The 1950s. The Isn't 50s. that when cereal? Because you always had oatmeal. Oatmeal's been around forever. This Kellogg's, this cornflakes, 1878, Jerry. Right. So I was going to say didn't, but my point was going to be with the invention of television and advertising. Right. Isn't that when yes cereal became very sugary and fun, and yeah. all of a sudden let's advertise for the kids' eye? Right. 
But I like when parents demand that their kids eat cereal and it's the sugar cereal. It's the worst. Like, you better eat your cereal. Right. Good. Oh, this, like. We'd like eat- to make you hypoglycemic. Right. Like, my mom was feeding me uh, Fruity Pebbles. Sure. That's got to be total sugar but, city. All right, but hold on. Weren't your parents also giving you fatty burgers fatty and burgers. fatty steaks? Oh, and, french fries, too. And, right, french fries and mashed potatoes loaded with yeah. butter. All that stuff, we all grew up on it. Right. I mean, that's why, I mean, I could be wrong about this, but I don't know, in your case, that's why my grandparents, I look at pictures of them when they were in their 50s. Right. And we're closing in on 50. Right. We don't even look like we're in the same age bracket. Right. We look so much better, Jerry. I mean, we still look like... Listen, looking at the pictures from the 70s of my grandparents yes. compared to now, I mean, it's not even close. And I do think that has a lot to do with the food we ate. Right. My sisters used to drink soda for breakfast. Well, Bob Dwyer drinks soda for breakfast. Oh, right. He's an adult. Craig drinks soda for breakfast. That's true. But I mean, I mean my, he drinks my... 19 cups of coffee a day. <laughs> well, that's fine. Coffee is a breakfast food. Yeah, but he puts sugar in it, doesn't he? Uh, oh, you no, say it's Eddie, Eddie does not. Eddie's just a milk guy. Oh, is that true? Eddie so and he's I just do the drinking milk. straight milk, uh, coffee. So that's drink coffee, that's uh, a little a milk. Deal. Little milk is no big deal. What are your kids? Are you you allow your kids to have sugary cereals? Or are they, they want them? Yes, um, but I'm very lucky that my children, uh, my boys, do not. They don't look for it. Like the little guy, Cheerios. Loves Cheerios. That's nice. And they love. I, I've said this a million times. They love fruit. We go to Costco, you get that big thing of strawberries, maybe two days in my house, and it's gone. It's funny that kids love Cheerios, because that's really nothing. It's nothing. You're it is eating nothing. nothing. Correct. But You're they put, chewing on nothing. But they will put fruit in it, and they like it. I mean, right. I like to give me Cheerios with bananas and strawberries, You're blueberries in. and bananas. Oh, it's tremendous. The one thing they do like that's got a lot of sugar in it, fruit roll-ups. Oh, yeah. And they love the Pop-Tart. Ah, oh, the Pop-Tart. Love the Pop-Tart. Yeah. Other than that, oh, and ice cream. Ice cream. Yeah. What about froyo? You go froyo with your kids? No, ice cream only. I'm a. I'm. That's one of my favorite parts of the summer. I go froyo. Fro. I don't have a froyo place near me. You a thousand percent. You live down near the Jersey no, Shore. There are froyo I, places in everywhere. my in Hazlitt, Homedale, Middletown area. We had one. It closed. I don't know where there's another. Oh no, there is one in Homedale actually. That's yeah. something you should open up. You're always interested. looking to open up. Not that interested. Thing. No, I'm interested in opening like up something a, I'm going to enjoy. Like a red mango. That I want to do. I don't want a red mango. You would love it. You would enjoy it if you had Smoothie it. Smoothie King. Is that where you're going next? No, I mean, no, those no. Those are good. No, red mango, you get like, like 16 handles no, is another I'm not, one. Uh, yeah. Frozen 16 falls. handles doing great Manhattan. I haven't yeah. seen them by me yet. I have one by me, but I have a frozen that's not, falls. That's also. Not the, I don't want to run that type oh, of business. My I would next love move, to run that. I was just talking to a friend of mine, my friend of mine about this. About your next when move. When this show ends, right. I want my broadcasting career to end. You're going to retire. Not necessarily retire, but you're retire from You're this. retiring from broadcasting. I would like to just ride off into the sunset and run my business. That's it. Well, we, we're just trying to figure out what the business is. Correct. All right. I've got a business for you, Jerry. I'm listening. You open up a barber shop. I don't want a barber shop. But no, you didn't hear the rest. Oh. You go to Harry's. And you give all of the guys that come to your barbershop a shave using Harry's. And then, like, it's your little secret at first. And then suddenly the guys discover that in this Jerry's barbershop, you're, all you're really doing is using Harry's. And they can get that at home. And, in fact, they could get the Harry's razors delivered right to their door. They don't have to go to your little business. Then you're going to need a third career after your broadcasting career retirement after your Jerry's Barbershop, when all of your customers realize that all you're doing is shaving them with Harry's razors, 
by the way, those come from their German factory. I don't know if you're aware of that. I have heard that, yes. You, that's what I would tell people. They're German factories, and then they just get it right to their door. And shipping's free, of course. Yeah, and then they do it themselves because it's, it's easy. And they can get a plan for as little as $3 a month. And they're like, why am I making an appointment at Jerry's Barbershop when I can order Harry's right to my door and shave myself? By the way, think about that. For the cost of gas right. just to go back and forth to my barbershop, yeah. for, le- for $3 a month, they can have their own plan. Right. Plus, you'd have terrible magazines in your barbershop. I, pro- I probably would, as a matter of fact. And you know what the best part is? What's that? They time your shipments. This is the best part. To what? You never run out of blades. How's that possible? Because they're Harry's. They know what they're doing. That's why. What if I'm shaving constantly? Shaving, shaving, shaving. Well, then you got to up your package, I would think, and you get the blades sent to your house in time for your next shave. How about this? I decide for two weeks I'm not shaving. Now what happens? They alter your plan because they're Harry's and they know what they're doing. I see. You can start your Harry's monthly subscription and run Jerry's Barbershop right out of business <laughs> and never worry about buying blades again. As a special offer for new customers, get your free razor, which is, that's free, and save $5 off with your first subscription with the code POSTGAME at checkout. That's harrys.com code POSTGAME. Start shaving better today and have Jerry come up with yet a third career. Jerry, we will see you Tomorrow, I've got work to do on the post game podcast. All right, see you. See. It's the Boomer and Carton post game show wow! with the real stars of the show, Alan Jerry.